Hi, guys. I want to welcome everybody to the Ambition Podcast with Israel Zap. This is a podcast where we get to talk about social issues. We get to talk about culture, church culture. We talk about art. We talk about, we have the conversations that a lot of you wish you had. And um, we love to start those because we want those things to continue with you guys. We love you guys. And if you want, please feel free, comment, subscribe, complain question <laughs> i've gotten a lot of complaints already so it's awesome we're getting the smoke we are getting the smoke please yes, email me. Complaints were from me. <laughs> all your dislikes are from me yeah that's actually you know that's probably accurate i haven't checked my email i'm kidding <laughs> um please email me at uh ogwsuofg at gmail.com if you have any questions comments or concerns or put them in the comment section we'd love to have them Follow us on Instagram at OGWSU. We would love to have you. And please share the podcast. It helps us out a lot. On iTunes, rate and review. We're new to iTunes. Please help us out. Without further ado, I have this guest. Um, I think we just met this year. So you are a new friend. You are an artist. You're a singer. You also design your own um, music videos. And you also do your own stuff. So super awesome. Um, I want to please welcome Nadia Shock slash Daft Dutra slash uh, the greatest 209 artist we got. So. The queen. The, the queen. Only. <laughs> the queen of Stockton, ma'am. Yeah. Well, that's not a reputation I don't want to live up to. So hey, you're making Stockton better with your art. You're making Stockton better. Let's keep it yeah, that way. Making Stockton great again, Nadia Trump. <laughs> Jose edit that part out please I'm just kidding <laughs> my goodness well we have kind of survived the election how are you feeling is your household like kind of extremely political right now or how is it going for you well I've always grew up in kind of like a political family I think mm -hmm. In 2016 is when me and my dad really got into politics. Right. And I was sharing my politics a lot, but then I realized that some of the politics I shared, it hurt kind of a lot of friends and people. So I just kind of tend to keep politics to myself. <laughs> right. But my family during this election, girl, we were all like, we're going to die. <laughs> we're all going to die. But uh, it's my first time voting, so mm -hmm. I was very excited about that because I just turned 19. Um, so, yeah, it's my first time voting. I Well, first of all, congratulations on voting in our democracy that, you know, is apparently being questioned at the moment. But, you know, um, congratulations on that. I remember... Um, I did a podcast with our friend Andrew and Deweza, um, a couple podcasts ago, mm -hmm. and I asked him, I'm like, what do you think is going to happen at the end of this election? I think the world is going to end, you know? <laughs> um, I think the world's probably going to blow up, we're going to get nuked, I don't know, but yes. we survived. And then I got coronavirus, so I don't know if I've considered surviving <laughs> or not. Um, we are in the middle of COVID Chronicles right now. You are Ooh, the first... <laughs> You, oh my god, what episode are you on? You are the first guest for our COVID Chronicles, so you will... Yes, you, Dude, I am honestly... I wouldn't have another first guest. You are actually going to be debuting this Wednesday for COVID Chronicles, so... Yes. How do you feel to be on my slimy podcast, like, you know? <laughs> I love the fact that you 
put me as the face of a virus. You know, <laughs> that's what I love. <laughs> Very honored to be the first guest of COVID Chronicles. Because yes. I think that's just, I'm just like a disease to you, like a virus, you know? I'm honored. You are a disease. You're a disease of love, and I love that. So, <laughs> so I want to get into um, your singing um, career. That is, uh, how long have you been doing this? Because you have been an artist for um, at least throughout our friendship, but you've been an artist longer. So, how how long is this going on? Like, what? How long? How long have you been doing it? Um, I've been just like. Being even a little girl, I would just put on shows and performances for my family just singing. I think what really got me into singing was High School Musical and Hannah Montana. Really? I, yeah, I love to sing, and any chance that I can get, I would just put on a show for, like, my grandma or, like, have family parties, like... Mm -hmm. Just being really little and singing, I just love to sing. And um, then I recorded my first song ever, which was Sea Salt. Oh, wow. And Nobody, I wanted that gone. It's not on the internet anymore. Dang it, all right. <laughs> it's it's on iTunes somehow. I don't know how it got there, but it's there. Okay. So, yeah. I'm definitely going to search that up. I'm going to search Absolutely. that up. <laughs> but do as you will, I warned you. <laughs> so you started out young, starting shows for um, your family and possibly close friends. Where did it actually um, kick up to where it's like, this isn't just what I did as a little kid, but this is what I want to actually do um, throughout my life. It's just I've my imagination is so big, and when I when I have an imagination or a dream about something, I tend to make it a reality. And there was just <laughs> never a time where I was like, I want to work a nine to five for the rest of my life. Like since just being little, I just always had this passion of just. Being <laughs> I want to perform, I want to sing, I want to dance. Uh, I even did theater. I loved theater in high school. Right. Because being on stage, I just loved it. And a lot of the theater kids would be like, girl, I don't know how you just get out there and do it. The stage just, it feels like home to me. I've never felt like, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. Like, I, if anything, I'm ready. Like, I want to be on stage. I don't know. Like, it's just, that's just the way I was born. Like, mm -hmm. there was a spotlight on me when I was coming out of my mother being right. born. Like, you know? It's just, I love being the center of attention, but not in a bad way. Right. Just showcasing my talents is what I mean. You are really made for the limelight. You're made for the stage. I feel like you have, um, I feel like you have a level head on your shoulder, you know, especially in my, uh, you know, my interactions with you um, when we kick it and whatnot. You know, you're very, you're not, uh, you're not an all about me girl. You're actually very humble, but you know who you are, which yeah. is awesome. Um, you may not know your taste in tacos, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they were not yet taco proof. That's, that's all we need to know. Those tacos from Israel probably because I'm really hungry. But <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> for all of our viewers and listeners who do not know, you know, about uh, any taco story that I have shared, we went to this uh, taco truck in Stockton, and I really wanted to try their tacos. And when I bit into it, it was the worst thing I've. I think I actually spit out the bite 
that I that I that I took because it was terrible. And then I look at her, I'm like, how's yours? And she's like, they're Nadia shock approved. And I'm like <laughs> when I tell you I was tearing those tacos up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Nadia shock approved. You, you you probably like Taco Bell, all right. <laughs> I do. You I'm know just what? kidding. I except for Taco Bell and Carl's Jr. I love Taco Bell, cheese gordina, crunch with no lettuce, and a cantina burrito with no lettuce as well. Kind of defeats the whole purpose of a cantina burrito, but trust me, try it without lettuce. It's really good. I love Taco Bell. Can I get a cantina burrito? Sounds like a, <laughs> a beautiful huerita. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> hey. But now that you've continued, because you have, as far as I know, you have a you have a good amount of singles out there. I was recent. I was just listening to your recent one. It was you, the music video with um, what's the name starts with the B. Starts with the B. Yes, I was listening to that song. I love that song so much. Talk to me. Um, what was the process of writing that song? How did you get to that part where you wanted to dive into that? Well. Um, if anybody really knows like my music taste, it's not really what. So the song is called "Heartbreak in Autumn." Yes, it's kind of like a trappy kind of rap kind of beat. And I used to rap back in the days, and because I I, I grew up around rapping, my dad was a rapper, and so I just grew up around music all my life. And so I, but then I started um, taking a dive into more of my singing and I completely just forgot about rap. And then when I heard that beat, I was like, you know, this is something that like my music sound now, it doesn't really fit it. But honestly, I'm one of those people. I don't like to be kept in a box. I love to just go out and adventure. So I was like, dude, I can, let's just play with this right now. And during that time, I was going through a really tough heartbreak, which you know about, mm -hmm. and I am going through it. So that time I was just like, I need something to just speak out about or just unbottle my feelings. And I had beat and I was just like, let's play with some auto tune. Let's just do kind of like a rapping kind of. choir big choir effects so that's what i did for the chorus and it turned out absolutely beautiful yeah you did such an amazing job with that song <clears throat> all right it it really it it unveiled um really your heartbeat and what you were you know you're currently going through you yeah. know as many people i don't think many people would have the courage to put out a song about what they're currently feeling let alone sit down and write it in such an artistic way um one question i had to ask like this is a big one for me why a skate park are you a skater like, like do you love it or um well for me i like i said my imagination runs wild mm -hmm. i knew about where i wanted to shoot the music video because i am a director as well yes. and i i envisioned it at this place it's called um treasure island in san francisco and i knew that the skate park was there and i just thought it's an abandoned skate park by the way and i thought a symbol of love kind of refers to me kind of like a house and that's why it was shot in an abandoned house as well um 
a relationship is like a house. You have to maintain it, take care right. of it, make sure everything's up to date. And <clears> my relationship <throat> at the time was an abandoned house. You know, it's a house that we're leaving. You don't live there anymore. It's mm. not together. And the skate park was kind of just a re- resemblance of like old memories of past lovers that I've had who were skateboarders because I dated some skaters or whatever. Not that they like really broke my heart. But I thought it was such a cool idea to like, even though the song wasn't about like those ex-boyfriends, it was only specifically about one. I thought it was kind of cool. Like, Oh, like bring a skate park in because I've dated some skater boys, you know, mm-hmm. why not just involve that too? Since we are talking about heartbreak, why not throw that in? I love how every scene has an actual, um, an actual meaning to it, an actual message to it. You know, it's it's just like people. You know how everybody has meaning in their life, even if they can't find it. Right. You know, and I love how your song brings, not necessarily brings meaning, but shares the meaning of your current heartbreak season. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Especially being so vulnerable. You know, um, so with that being said, you showing vulnerability with your music, like what is your, I guess, what is your mission as an artist? Like, is your mission to like, is it to show all the vulnerability? Is it show all the sides of you? Is it to be a role model? Are you doing this for you? Like, what is like the mission in doing this? Yeah, my, my thing is, is I, I do it for me. And people just happen to watch. But it's really just for me. I've ever since I was a little girl I've been super creative Mm -hmm. and music is just another way to be creative and also directing I I love directing is what I wanna do when I'm older. If it's not a singer I wanna be a director, but a director first, you know, before a singer. Um, so I, I really just do it for me. I do it to remind myself that I it's okay to be vulnerable sometimes. Right. Listening to those songs that I make about, like, heartbreak, one day I can look back at those and be like, hey, remember that time that I was really sad over this person? Well, dang, look at me now. I can make a happy song now. Or, oh, you know, it's fun to j- It's like instead of keeping, like, diaries, I have songs. Right. Yeah. So it's really for me. But I also want to inspire people my age to just go out and be creative. Like, mm-hmm. this world is just so programmed to uh, graduate, go to school, and then work a 9-to-5 for your rest of the life. Like, be creative, you know? Yes. It, and people are scared to because, oh, I'm too young. Like, no, look at me. I'm 19 years old. I'm directing my own music videos. I'm editing people's music videos. I'm doing music. It's like, I just want to show people to be creative because that's when your true self comes out. For me, anyways. <clears throat> For sure. No, I, I totally believe in everything that you're saying. You know what I mean? I believe in everything that you're saying. Because um, the way the way my mindset is in life is you have one life. And then you have the afterlife. All right? <clears throat> um, for whoever is listening and they don't really know my background, I'm a Jesus person. You know, I you're a Jesus girl. You know, and it's awesome. Um we're going to talk about faith later and how that plays into it. Um, but, you know, I do believe in an afterlife. I do believe in eternal, you know, eternal destinations, you know. And the way I look at this temporary life, because this life is fleeting, okay, this life is going to end sooner rather than later, as, you know, quicker than, you know, we think it is, you know. 
right. I look at this life and I say, I don't want to save anything for the next life. Mm. I don't want to walk into <clears throat> my eternal destination, my eternal uh, place and be like, I could have done more. I could have started that business. I could have started um, this organization. I could have wrote this. I could have impacted here. I could have done this. I don't want to walk into nirvana, into my place of rest, into peace. I don't want to want. I don't want to walk into heaven, into utopia. I don't want to walk into a place where I'm looking back and saying I still have something in my hand. Yeah, that's powerful. I agree with that. That's like, that's my heart. I look at this as nothing's wasted. Nothing's right. wasted. Vulnerability, transparency. Some people, when they've talked to me, they're like, uh, for example, um, a previous guest, Timothy Joel, I love him so much. He's a brother. Um, he was like, dude, when I first met you, you were so vulnerable and transparent. And I just met you like five seconds prior and you tell me your life story. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, my response to that is number one, <clears throat> um, I have nothing to hide. I'm an open book. But number two, if the Bible says God uses uh, all things work together for the good to them who love God, Romans 8, 28, to them who are called according to his purpose, if God can use all things, then why can't I be like my creator and use my story? Oof. The good, the bad, the ugly, the painful, the things that I am like not proud of. If I can use my story to be like, hey man, this is where either I am, which I am like, so first of all, I respect you so much for that. I think I've said it a hundred times on the podcast for sharing who you are, but even more so of you're being transparent where you're at. Talk to me, where does faith come in into that aspect? Um, I just like... Going through what I'm going through now, right? It's faith is definitely like it has to be there because in this time of heartbreak, right? And you know you're so heartbroken that you kind of just the devil loves to tell you lies like oh you're never gonna find love, <clears throat> you know all the lies that Zayn got to say. Right. Uh, that's where faith comes in, where it's like, no, even though I'm heartbroken, one day I trust I trust God that I'm going to get better, mm. that I'm going to find somebody who's going to love me, that I'm going to find the perfect person for me because God designed people to be together, you know? Yes. Where there's Adam, there's Eve. You know, it wasn't just Adam and it wasn't just Eve. So one day... You know, I am going to find that somebody, even if it's not with this person and I want it to be. I just have to have faith that if God wants us to be together, he's going to let us be together if his Powerful. will is done. But if it's not his will, <clears throat> then don't try to make it your will. Like, that's the reason why God doesn't want you with that person. And Stop right there. Everybody watching or listening to this podcast, tweet what she just said. All right, sure. tweet it, write it down, get a tattoo, do something. All right, what she said was powerful, powerful, yeah. powerful. Do it. Keep keep going, keep going. That was deep. Keep going. Yeah, and at this time, I just had to really take a dive into what faith is and, and how to use it. It's definitely not easy, but I think that having faith is so worth it because you're just having a positive outlook on what the future holds, and you don't know the future, but... 
having faith means that you're trusting God to create that future for you and not let the devil tell you a bunch of lies. So. No, you're hitting the nail on the head because um, walking through life, first of all, as um, I think they're calling us Generation Z. I don't know what they're calling us now. I think the previous generation was the millennials. Now we're, I don't don't know. We're, We're called something, but whatever this generation is, it's it's a lot <clears throat> excuse me covid chronicles <laughs> um it's a lot harder to um just dial in faith and say all right i'm going to have faith for this situation because we live in a day and age where we don't have to we don't have to trust god for a lot of things especially in america we don't have to trust god um to put food on the table because a lot of us as Americans, we have food in our refrigerator, you know, some of that food is going to waste, you know, we don't have to trust God to keep a roof over our head because most of us in America, we live in a house or an apartment, you know, um, we don't have to trust God to, uh, provide the right people in our life. We have Instagram for that on who to follow, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, follow uh, Daft Dutra on Instagram, lower to God, you know, but, you know, we we don't need to trust God for every single detail, like maybe people two, three hundred years ago needed to. But now when you're trying to apply faith in your life, it's not just, God, I'm trusting you for the small things, but God, I'm trusting you to never leave my side. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting you that when my heart breaks, a broken heart has no better place than in the hand of God. Oh, yeah. I I could be the testimony for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been there with you where you've, um, where you needed moments with the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, where you needed, um, where you needed guidance in that perspective. But talk to me, um a little bit how are you now as as a human being as an artist as nadia how are you now um i'm i'm in a very closer relationship with god i think than than i've ever been before Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm very happy that i went through the things that dragged me down so low to the point where i like I, my only, my last resort was God. And I'm so happy that I went through those things because I've never really studied the Bible, but now I'm like in my Bible. I love doing Bible study with just myself. Like, you That's know, powerful. it's cool to do it with the group and stuff, but I, I love to do it by myself and I write down little notes. And if there's something that really touches me that day, like from the word, I love to share it on Instagram on my stories. Mm-hmm. Because I think that is such a beautiful word. I'm just like, I, I have to share this with everybody. Um, I'm slowly falling in love with myself. I just love kind that. of forgot who I was. You know, I think people are scared to fall in love with themselves because there's a negative stigma like, oh, she's she has a big ego or, you know, conceited or whatever. But <clears throat> I think there's a difference between like being full of yourself and then being full of yourself. You know, there's two different perspectives of that. I, I'm just very grateful as to, like, um, I'm not trying to be like, oh, look at me, but 
I am so valuable and I'm so worthy. I'm a woman of many talents and I'm just starting to realize, I just asked God, like, God, I'd love to see me from your point of view. Like, you know, because God has all of us. He he sees us through our flaws and he still has a reason to love us. Mm -hmm. So I remember asking God one day, I was like, I'd love to see me, you know, like how you see me, God. And I think that's playing out now because I'm just slowly but surely falling in love with myself and my personality i'm finally learning how to be alone which is something that i struggle with a lot because i have to have a friend by my side i have to have my brothers or i have to be with a significant other but now i'm just like it's just me and god i'm I'm not perfect you know some days i get really really lonely but Mm -hmm. i i'm so happy that i'm not where i was before so nadia now is a much more brighter and happier and I would say a more woman of God than she's ever been. I love how you are learning how to be independent. A lot oh, of it's a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle, let me tell you. <laughs> no, no, seriously though, because a lot of people in our demographic, we don't know how to not date somebody. Or we don't know yeah. how how to yes. not slide in the DMs. We don't know how to not. You all know. my Instagram followers, they know all of my boyfriends, okay? I've always had, if I was, I, I was not single for more than two seconds, honey. I was, da- I dated somebody for two hours once. I went to Walmart, it came back, they broke up with me, said they couldn't do it anymore, whatever. Wow. But it's like, I, I've never really been alone. And so for this to like, I guess we'll get into, like, my previous relationship, the one that I'm going through right now, that breakup later. But, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. But I'm learning to be alone. And it's um, that's when you really fall in love with yourself, I think, is when you have alone time and you're in your dark mm-hmm. space in your mind. And I don't know. I think that's just I love myself more, being independent. That was one of my biggest <laughs> prayers um, when I rededicated my life to God about six and a half uh years ago which is I figured it was six and a half minutes ago yeah that too it's uh you know i choose him every day sometimes every minute (laughs) all right um you know christian jokes 101 you know (laughs) oh they're so corny but about six and a half years ago maybe i think it was actually seven um i could be wrong whatever um but i was i was praying um and i prayed and i asked the lord i said God, help me see me as you see me. Because the way I see me right now, here's how most of my prayers were when I first rededicated my life to God. Because I thought I was supposed to pray this way. My parents didn't teach me this. My pastor didn't teach me this. Nobody taught me this. I thought that I was supposed to pray this way. God, I'm a terrible human. God, I suck. God, I'm evil. God, I'm this. God, I'm that. I am trash. I am worthless. I am, you know. I thought... That in order for God to love me, I have to bring myself down. Mm. That's that's what I thought for like the first like eight months of being of walking with Jesus. I thought that I had to bring myself down. Mm-hmm. And then God one day showed me, I can't remember if it was through a sermon or if it was through conversation with somebody. It wasn't through one-on-one time, but it was through somebody else. And he showed me this. He said, it does not honor me. This person said, it does not honor God when you trash yourself. Because what you're doing is you're trashing his creation. And God never makes trash. Mm -hmm. 
He always oh. creates treasure. Get hot. <laughs> oh, I love God. <laughs> so I love how you are learning to love yourself. All right. I'm, I love how you're learning to love yourself because I had to walk through that. A lot of other people had to walk through that on learning how to love ourselves. Because when God looks at humanity, he does not look at trash. He's not looking at trash. He's not saying this human is a terrible human. No, what he's looking at is, this is my creation. I created you in my image. You're in my image. Now, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I'm ugly today. Like, you know, no, you're not ugly. (laughs) You're not ugly. You're beautiful because God does not create ugly things. He creates beautiful pieces, works of art. I think... I think that's why when I look at a lot of the stuff that you do and listen to a lot of the songs that you do is because you are, you're not your typical artist that tries to copy another sound, but you're trying to create your own sound. Yeah. Thank you. That, that's so reassuring to hear because I, I don't want to be like everybody out there. Right. I know that sometimes I'll, I'll show my dad something and he'll be like, oh, can you like not do this much like effect on this vocal? I'm like, oh, I'm not going to change it. Like, I love it. It sounds good to me. I'll release a song that like, um, I know everybody hated like this little Frank Ocean cover that I did and everybody hated it because it was just, I was just playing around with like vocal effects and I did strictly auto tune and then background choir and to me it's the most beautifulest song probably I've ever created and I, I love it so much and everybody just hates it like there's too much auto tune there's too much effects in choir like but I just never like I don't take that and be like oh yeah down like no I love it and that's all that matters like I I'm so in love with that song and I think it's a fun song too because I was like playing with auto tune and dabbling, dabbling around with like reverb and messing with choir and it to, to me it sounds beautiful and I just I can't imagine making music for other people to please other people you know I, if I think it's not totally no sorry you cut out for two seconds so for, for all of our for all of our viewers um this is a uh, covid chronicles with an ipad <laughs> so, <laughs> and cheap wi-fi so forgive <laughs> forgive any connection issues um no but i love that you create for yourself because when you are constantly now when you're constantly creating for others here here's how i've always looked at it if you live for the praise of others, you're going to die by the opinion of others when they don't like what you do. Yeah. You have to like what you do. Matter of fact, you don't just have to like. You have to love what you do. You have to love what you're putting out. You have to love what you're creating. And I think that's what makes you such a special artist and such a special human being is that you take after God because you're such a creative person. Because God creates beautiful things. And when I look at something, I'm like, man, that ain't all that. Someone else looks at something like, eh, it's all right. God is like, I didn't create them for you. I created them for me. They make me. I'm delighted in them. So yeah. I think that's how you are just so, you're so godlike in that way, which is so awesome. 
Thank you. Talk to me a little bit about, as we're winding down, <clears throat> talk to me a little bit about, because you, you mentioned earlier that you want to dive into a little bit about your recent, you know, your recent relationship. What did that relate, what was, if you can put a number one on it, what was the number one lesson you learned within that relationship? Um, that <clears throat> I love being innocent. I, I was talking about this on Instagram the other day. I shared a, a quote from the book of Matthews, and uh, it's really about protecting your innocence because, you know, I want to wait till marriage. I don't smoke, and I don't drink. And But being in, re in a relationship, you know, waiting till marriage is a huge factor for me. I don't want to do any sexual activities unless it's with my husband. And that's just the number one thing that I learned is, like, I love the fact that I'm innocent. I love the fact that I am going to wait till marriage. You know, I, I don't have to be like everybody else. Um, and it also really taught me to, to just be alone, you know, mm. don't depend on somebody else to make you happy because if you're depending on somebody to make you happy, once they leave, you're done for, you know? Right. So that, that's really what it taught me. But the number one is uh, I'm very happy that I, I'm innocent. You know? Or at least proud of me. Good night. I watch this. I, I, I am, okay? But it's, you know, teenagers. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's not easy. It is not easy saying no. It's no. Not. It is, it's so not easy. Especially when you you just love somebody so much and yes. you just like oh my gosh I love you like I'll do anything for you and I don't know you just kind of lose yourself a little bit when you love a little too hard you start to lower your values and your standards <clears throat> because you don't want to lose that person you know God forbid right. so you do everything in your power to make them happy and whatever will get them to stay and so yeah. Honestly, I feel like that's one of the biggest, um, if there was a theme for this, it was don't compromise your creativity and don't compromise yourself. Like the fact that your last relationship taught you that you wanted to prioritize your sexual purity, your innocence and who you are as a person before you let go of somebody else. It's like, I'd rather let you go before I let myself go. Right, right, right. That is like, my goodness. I'm glad that we are learning that lesson now. Because if we don't learn this lesson now, by the time we're 30, 40, 50, and we haven't learned that lesson, go, we screwed up. My goodness. As we, as we close this thing out, um, no, as we close this thing out, um, if you could, and I try my best to ask this to every guest that I have on here, um, and I wanted to ask this to you specifically. Um, first of all, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It means so much to me. I've been trying to get you on for a little bit, but I, like, you know, got COVID, yeah. you know. I'm a little bit busy with the Grammys and <laughs> Crazy. You're, you're busy with your fans you're busy with the people you know you're busy creating um you're, you're coming out with a new song soon right is that, is oh, that what's happening yeah rosewater 
an EP. Wow, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I is it gonna be everywhere? Spotify, iTunes, is gonna be everywhere. What's going on? Uh, it's just gonna be on YouTube. <laughs> okay, and that works. That works. Well, I have YouTube Red, so it's on my playlist now. <laughs> All right. So what I wanted to ask you um, is if you can give, I guess you know. This is this is your moment. I'm not gonna cut you off. This is your moment. Um, if you can give any life lesson, advice, or anything to artists out there, to people who are up and coming, people who are desiring to try, because it's a big thing just to try to do something. Right. It's not just a big thing to put it out, but it's a big thing just to put pen to paper and to try. Yeah. What would you tell people who? who are looking for the strength to start. Don't limit yourself. Don't put mm -hmm. yourself in a box or in a category or whatever kind of music you're doing. Don't feel like just because you're rapping doesn't mean that you can't switch to doing gospel or you can't switch to doing rock. I mean, for me, for the EP Rosewater, it's not out yet, but it's, it's you know, like very magical and strings kind of sounds if i wanted to throw a heavy metal song into it i will do it you know don't put yourself don't restrain yourself let your creativity run wild and most importantly is <clears throat> fun i know that sometimes in class it's good to take things serious but don't take it too serious to the point where you lose yourself and mm. you, you get why you started have fun with it. Don't listen to other people's opinions. Only listen only listen to their opinions if it benefits your art. Like, hey, you could do this better or if you change this, it'll sound a little bit better. But if it's if you feel like it's something that you don't need to change and you love it, keep doing it, you know? Mm. Don't let people tell you how to do your art. That Whoa. art is you. It's not nobody else's creativity but yours. So don't let anybody tell you how to do it. That's up to you. That was that was honestly good. Do it in a God honoring way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about the Lord. Talents you know, <laughs> to uplift the kingdom of Jesus. So just that I'm also in the process of learning. So, Nadia, I love you so much. Thank you for coming on and for taking time out of your busy schedule from your day job, your night job, your creative <laughs> job, you know, your every job. Thank you. Um, this means a lot <clears throat> to all of our guests, uh, all of our listeners um, to this conversation. You can follow her on um, her socials. We will have her Instagram and all of her socials down below, her YouTube down below, uh, especially a link to her latest single um, up until her EP comes out. We love you guys. If you feel in your heart that you love what we do, uh, there will be a link down below to our website. That way you can donate to uh, this podcast because... Equipment can get a little expensive sometimes, <laughs> you know. So I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review. Nadia, see you soon. Love you. Peace. <laughs>